0: Hello, hello, welcome to the 7 Strong Podcast. I am your host, Holly Hillier, a retired six-figure corporate engineer, mom to three crazy boys, and CEO of 7 Strong. I went from burnt-out corporate engineer to stay-at-home mom-boss building multiple businesses and life-changing income for my kitchen table. My passion is helping other female entrepreneurs create magnetic marketing and scalable systems so you, too, can create the time and financial flexibility to live your dream life. Ready? Let's dive in. Welcome back. Episode three of the seven strong podcast. And today we're going to be talking about Facebook versus Instagram and the content that converts best on each platform. If you're utilizing the exact same content on both platforms, you're most likely not getting the highest conversion at least on one of those platforms. I tell a lot of my clients, you know, creating content for these different platforms can feel overwhelming. And so in the beginning, awesome, create that content for Instagram, share it to Facebook. We must understand that whatever platform you're creating it for will get the highest conversion. And then in fact, if you're sharing from Instagram to Facebook, that Facebook is not gonna convert as highly as if you were convert, if you were creating content specifically for that platform. So let's dive in and let's talk about the difference in these two platforms and how we can create content that actually converts and connects on both. So first off, I like to say Facebook, Facebook's like your home, right? You've invited people into your home. Instagram, on the other hand, is like your storefront, right? This is if they're walking down the street and walk in a store, They need to know what you sell immediately. So when we're thinking about these different platforms, even visually, how do the feeds look? How does it feel? Facebook, when you go to someone's Facebook feed, right? You're scrolling through. You actually have to take action to move through the individual posts and get an idea of what they're like. Instagram you go and you see at least their first nine squares. You've got a bio right there at the top. You know how they serve you. And statistically, it takes less than two seconds for someone to decide if they're gonna follow you or not. And so if you are a business and you are looking to serve on Instagram, you do need to be extremely niche. People need to understand how you're serving them. And then they have to see the value. So we'll talk more about that in one minute. Let's move over to Facebook though. So Facebook, what? This is like my home. How how do I use it to sell? Now I'm specifically talking about using a personal account on Facebook versus a business account. So I mentioned uh, when I told a little bit of my story that I actually started with a business account on Facebook. So I had my personal account that I utilized. And I utilize that because it's really easy to connect with, add new friends, invite people into my home. But the business page was almost like what Instagram is now. Back then, it wasn't as pay to play. Now when my clients are asking me, should I start a Facebook business page? My answer is primarily no. I would suggest that you start with a Facebook personal page. Your friends and family are there. The people who already know, love, and trust you are there. And so they're gonna be there to support you as you start up your business. The business page, you can of course start one. You have to invite people to to come join. Again, for me, the least amount of steps possible is what I want. So if I want someone to see my content and they're already friends with me on Facebook, I don't want them to then have to take additional steps, meaning accept my invite, go to that page, look at my content versus it just showing up in their feed. When I say pay to play, I mean, most of your content on your business page will only be shown if you are running ads to that page. Like that's going to be the only way that you're really expanding a Facebook business page beyond just sending invites to those people you've already connected with. And so for me, Facebook business page, if you're like, yes, I'm going to run ads here. Amazing. Now, one thing I will preface this at the time of this recording, Facebook reels are doing extremely well. If we are looking across all content platforms, Facebook reels are actually the easiest right now to go viral with. I have clients who have viral reels from their Facebook business page that have actually allowed them to expand without pay to play. But in general, that's kind of the model Facebook moved to with the business pages. But again, those reels are allowing us to bring in new people. We just don't know how long that's gonna last. So if I'm looking at at a, at a platform on Facebook, I'd say utilize your personal page. You wanna make it public, People will be able to follow you just like over on Instagram or on a business page. So that's kind of my take on business versus, versus personal, especially for a new entrepreneur still trying to introduce their business to their more market. Now, when I say it's like your home, so we talk about creating this personal brand. And for me, my personal brand involves mom life. Okay. I, I am a mom and I have built my first business health and fitness business of really incorporating my children into my brand. It's a lot of postpartum fitness. It's a lot of, you know, me and my kids working out together. So for me over on Facebook, having those family photos, sharing some of just like our weekend excursions, again, letting them get a sneak peek of my life with my children actually helps promote the mom part of my personal brand and is a value add. Now, let's talk about Instagram. On Instagram, if I was within my feed to post photos of, you know, my kids and I at the beach, At a pumpkin patch. Like it's not, I might get great engagement from those people who follow me on both platforms, but if I'm thinking of new eyes coming to my account, new eyes understanding how I serve them, that post, it's a self-serving post, right? It doesn't serve them in any way. And again, when you're thinking of Instagram, Instagram is your storefront. You don't necessarily have pictures of your family all over your store, but I do have them in my home. And so this is the difference really. We start thinking about Facebook versus Instagram. Instagram should be that one, that one really strong brand pillar within your feed, that niche. Okay. So if you are like my team of health and fitness coaches, they should focus not even on like fitness or nutrition, it's, or fitness and nutrition. It's fitness or, right? So they're either the fitness side or the nutrition side. They're posting a ton of recipes. It is, you know, shopping for food tips, that kind of stuff. Or it is workouts and, you know, tips for healing diastasis recti and like very, very specific. There's fitness or there's nutrition. It's not even mixing the two. That is how content specific you need to get on your Instagram. So you need to find that one niche and truly understand how you're serving them. So when someone comes to your feed, they see that and they're like, follow. That's what I need, right? Because someone who maybe is looking for recipes may not want workouts, right? Or someone who's looking for workouts doesn't want the recipes. So we need to serve people with one, one thing. Are you looking to dive deeper into your niche avatar and create the content that actually converts your followers to customers? Oh, and do you want to do this all together with me as your personal mentor? In my course, The Blueprint of Social Selling, we deep dive into all these topics, plus how to create systems that allow you to take your loyal followers and scale your business to the six or seven figure mark. And when you join us at launch, you have an opportunity to work directly with me. We will actually chat through all your business questions, get you unstuck, and creating the momentum you're looking for in your business. The Blueprint to Social Selling is launching in April, so make sure to get on my newsletter list, I linked in the show notes for you, or on my website, sevenstrong.com. If you're listening to this after launch, you can join the waitlist for our next program launch over on 7strong. I'm so excited to get to know your business on a personal level and cannot wait to serve you more. Now... Back to the podcast. Now, Facebook, we can kind of have these brand pillars. So you can serve them with the fitness that you're serving them with on Instagram, but you can mix in some of these other parts of your life. So if I my business started with like kind of like a mommy and me workout, I will start with pregnancy workouts and then mommy and me workouts, and then putting photos of my kids and stuff mixed in there all supports, one overall personal brand, but the photos, again, you're in my home. You're, you're, you're part of my life, right? It's two different platforms, two different feels, and two different ways that we can serve and that people want to take in content. Whether or not they realize it, we go to Facebook and that's where our friends and family are. We go to Instagram and while we may have friends and family there, that's where we're following a lot of influencers. We're following the stores that we wanna buy from. We are more likely to buy on Instagram than on Facebook. Okay? So it doesn't mean that building a business on Facebook doesn't mean people aren't gonna buy from you there. We just have to understand that they're different. So on Instagram, How do you create this personal brand where people know, like, and trust you when you're just posting recipes or if you're just posting like tips, right? Like social media tips or whatever it may be. That, that's going to happen in your stories. So sitting down and thinking about what are my brand pillars, meaning like what, what are the things that my personal brand revolves around, again, for me? I am not. I'm not exciting, y'all. I literally like. I don't. I don't leave my house. I am such an introvert. I I have three young kids, and I I work out of my home. So my brand pillars are kind of like mom boss. Like I I work from home. I'm an entrepreneur. It's motherhood, and then in in my health and fitness business, it would be the more the the fitness side and motivation. Right, motivation kind of ties in there. So. Think about holistically, what does your brand look like and how how do you and your life fit in there? On Facebook, it's okay to show it within your feed. On Instagram, you're going to want to make that part of your stories. So if I think about my Instagram account and my stories, I, in the morning, I usually show my personal development. Again, that's part of the, the motivational piece of my brand. I wouldn't necessarily show photos of personal development on my feed right? Now I'm going to show my workout. That's like the fitness side. Then I'm going to move into, you know, maybe my kids are home from school or a work, me working in the day. That's the mom boss side. Kids home from school. That's going to be the motherhood side. You know, when my kids aren't sleeping, sharing. Like I shared that, you know, well, William, my middle child was up at five 30. So I didn't get my morning routine in and I only slept and two and a half hour chunks last night because I also have a sick, a sick infant, right? And so does that really add anything to what I'm selling? No. Does it make me relatable to the moms who are following me? The moms who are thinking, gosh, can I do what she does? Yes. Yes, it does. So it makes me relatable. It helps to build up this personal brand, but it doesn't really have a space in my feed, in my storefront that is Instagram. And again, if you are a mom blogger or a mommy influencer, that looks different. But you have to ask yourself, what is that one thing that you're selling? What is that one thing that you're going to be known for? Here's the beautiful thing about social media too, is you can change, right? So my business really, I mean I started with posting workouts five days a week. Workout circuits five days a week. And I kind of backed off of that. Um, Earlier this year, as I was going through my postpartum journey, nutrition became really big. And I was like, ah, I don't actually cook. I don't actually love posting recipes. Like, what am I doing? What am I doing? And I was like, what is my passion? My passion is serving female entrepreneurs and helping them to scale six and seven figure businesses. And so I knew that my feed on Instagram had to move towards that and i could continue to share some of my favorite recipes and and my workouts and all of that within my stories because it's part of it's part of who i am it's part of who people know but when i ask myself what do i want my business to look like what do i want people to know that i can give them how can i add value in someone's life that that is through you know, tips for for my female entrepreneurs and whether that, that be mindset or some of the more tactical tips. And so really, really ask yourself and understand that it's okay, that your business will change and as you evolve, your feed can evolve too. And this can also evolve in seasons in your business. And we'll, I have a whole other podcast um, that I'll do about seasons of your business, meaning what offers are you making in different seasons? Are you in a season of freemium? Are you in a season of launch? Are you in, you know, a season of list building? And we'll, we'll talk about that and what that could look like within your feed, but still being niche, still being that one pillar over on Instagram. Instagram's your storefront. Facebook is your home. You invite people and in, you make them know, love, and trust you. And Instagram, you're gonna be doing that within your stories. So hopefully that was helpful. I wanna encourage you guys, sit down and really think about, okay, what is that one niche? What is my storefront selling where I can add value on that feed of Instagram? And then what are more of my brand pillars? Those brand pillars will be on Facebook as well as in your Instagram stories. The clearer you are on those, Write them down, and then you're able to just brain dump different ideas, right? So, what is that one niche on Instagram, and then what value could you add? And brain dump. Just let it all out. Um, use Chat GPT, right? Use use AI to say, "Hey, I, you know, give me ideas for female, you know, new mom postpartum workout tips." Whatever it may be, Google it. Use the Google task. We could do a whole nother episode on how do I come up with ideas for content? Maybe I'll do that next. Let me know if you guys are interested. But for today, come up with brand pillars, the niche for your storefront, and start brain dumping different ways that you can serve your ideal client. thank you so much for listening to today's episode. I hope you found tactical takeaways you can apply right away to your business. If so, it would mean the world to me if you'd subscribe to the show so you never miss an episode and leave us a review on iTunes. Now, let's go crush some goals together.